button. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. This is a bonus episode. Um, we felt like we both needed to jump on and talk about Apple and Apple Music. So this is September 15th, two days ago iOS 10 was released. It had all the new Apple Music baked into it and everything else. We've talked about it a couple times in the past about how we're eager to see where it is, what it's doing. Has it fixed the problems? Is it is it the winner that they hope it will be? Um, and rather than just waiting a few weeks until we had a slot to do a show, we figured we'd give a quick bonus episode here. So these are... Um, our early thoughts, I guess, on on Apple Music and what Apple's released. Why don't Why don't you kick things off, Jay? Well, let's take a look at the history just really quickly. When when iTunes launched, well, even before that, remember the iPod came out before there was iTunes. The iPod came out, and there was Music Match and you know Winamp, and there were all these different programs that people used. And when iTunes launched, um, it was basically you know. It was put together fairly quickly. It, you know, didn't have a lot of functionality. And over the years, just like a lot of tech companies, there's version 2.0, 3.0, 4.0, and it's got better and better up until, in my opinion, Apple Music launched. When Apple Music launched, the whole iTunes uh, ecosystem, for me, became very confusing yep. some of my tracks i would try to play uh, a studio track and a live track would play some of my music would disappear there were just so many different issues uh, about it that i found it really a struggle with the integration of apple music so they did some fixes um and they tweaked things along the way a little bit but it still wasn't you know at the level that we expect from apple so um, they they said I think it was two months ago um, that they were going to launch, you know, in September. June, the, I think the, it was in June. It was in June yeah. at the developers conference. Yeah, it was quite a long time ago, um, which is kind of unusual to have that long three, of a three a months. Wait. Three months. Yeah, yeah. So they they launch it, and so. I download it, and I didn't have any issues. I know that typically when there's a big launch of any software, you get a ton of people downloading the same thing. There there tends to be a few problems. Um, I know they had problems with the SE, which is kind of like the 6 in a 5 body. They have some problems with the iPhone 5. Um, and there were some people who got bricked and had to kind of connect to their Mac and reinstall. But according to Apple, those were you know, a few isolated cases. I know that just with my family, we, you know, I did it, my wife did it, you know, kids did it. I had uh, my friends that have done it and we had one problem uh, with one of them and that was a five. But getting past that, let's talk about Apple Music and iTunes, you know, the new version. The first thing that struck me, you know, with the large lettering, the white background, Everything seemed to be very clean, and each little tab seemed to make a lot more sense. And one of my initial reactions was, this is so great for driving <clears throat> or being in the gym. Now, I don't condone people messing with their iPhones or devices when they're driving. But let's say you're stopped at a light or you're pulled over and you want to start a playlist. 
now it, it is so much easier than it was before. The lettering was so small before and it was hard to navigate and find your way around. Now they're big blocks. You can go under like the first tab is library and I'm looking at it here and those red listed items, you can choose which ones are there, what order they're in. That's really great because so you can kind of customize it the way you want. I have it playlists, artists, albums, and downloaded music, and they kind of automatically put there for you recently downloaded or I'm sorry, recently added, which is great because I had a, a Cheap Trick Essentials, a Beatles thing here that I just kind of added, and they show up at the top. And then it's intuitive. It makes sense. I can just click this big box, and it plays, and you're ready to go. So that initial tab um, with playlists, artists, albums, downloaded music, um, for me was really pleasing because I want something that if I'm on the go and I don't have my glasses on or whatever, I can immediately look at it, get to where I'm going and move on. What did you think when you first kind of got it loaded up? Yeah, you know, and, and, and just to your initial comment, I had zero problems downloading iOS 10 to my iPhone 6 Plus or my iPad. No, no problems at all. No, nothing broke. No wonkiness whatsoever. Um, my first thought was when I went, opened up iTunes Music, yeah, everything is bigger, bolder, larger. But it almost, I almost looked at it like, uh, what happened to the design and style of this? It almost has a very kindergarten feel to it now. Um, so I almost felt like, yeah, it's bigger and easier to read, but it almost feels stupid simple. Does that make sense? Like they almost yeah. went too far. <laughs> if that mean, if that means, May, anything. yeah. I mean, I hear what you're saying, and I definitely see that. I mean, For I mean, because me, when, when, when I when I when I look at that library page, it literally, yeah. you know, it's literally here. I mean, yeah, just a big bold library font. It's like, gee, that's pretty style there. But but it's good because all that information now is on one screen, and it's easy to get to. Right. Um. One of the first things that I actually tried in conjunction with Apple Music was Siri. Because Siri got a major overhaul as well. Um, overhaul in how well it works and opening up to third-party apps. Right. Um, I kinda, you know, here's my three-word description. Siri still blows absolutely failed for me i i'm sitting in the car i launched siri and quiet in the car no background noise nothing and i said siri play kiss alive 2 didn't recognize it didn't didn't come up with that it, six different times of trying to phrase it slower, clearer, never worked. I tried Siri, play, kiss alive to, buy kiss. Didn't work. Never worked. Never worked. Yeah. So so I was just like, okay, Siri's voice recognition still blows in my opinion. I mean, if, yeah. if my very first time was that terrible and and... I'm sorry, but I'm comparing it to my Alexa, and she recognizes it. 
Yeah, Siri, Siri didn't. There's still issues there, for sure, in, 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 in my mind, which is frustrating because I have to use Siri in the car. Mm-hmm. Now, the other thing which I just read on, I think it was like 9to5Mac.com, so, yes, Siri's going to have third-party integrations. And, you know, my hope is, oh, great, finally I'll be able to use Siri to control Spotify or something else. Uh-uh. Apple's not allowing that. Yeah. Apple's and software development kit right now is not going to allow Siri to con- control third-party media apps, mm-hmm. specifically things like Spotify. Maybe different versions and enhancements of the software development kit down the road, but right now, as it is, don't count on Siri being able right. to control Spotify for you. And that's any- another area, anything that Anything right? that competes with Apple Music. That's another area where, you know, the Echo is uh, more advanced. First of all, the experience is is better, but you can control things like Spotify and, you know, Amazon Prime Music and things like that through uh, your Echo device. But, you know, we've talked about this before. The, The difference between Amazon's Echo, the voice recognition, the latency, all of those things compared to Siri and just the accuracy that you talked about, is just much better on on the Echo um, than it is on you know the iPhone, for example. I think Siri works really well for me when I'm driving and I, I need a you know like Siri read read the text read the text message you know, exactly send like send that. a text message Siri yeah. call so and so you know um, you know stop navigating you know those simple basic commands and things it, it, it's fine you know call so-and-so call Michael and it calls, you know, that, that stuff is pretty basic and works. But when it comes to some of this recognition um, with like what you mentioned, playing a certain album or a certain song, um, I don't have those kind of troubles, you know, with the echo that I do uh, with Siri. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I, I do I, think that, you know, with Apple music, you know, we talked about the, the library page and how um, clean that looks. I also like, you know, when you click on playlists, this is really key for me. There, I like that the the artwork is is larger, it's cleaner, it's sharper. I like that it's really, yeah, it's really intuitive. And and this part right here, like when you click on library and you see, you know, the playlists, you know, under library, click playlists. Those make it so easy to get to those playlists quickly and switch between them. I do like that. The artist and album section, that's pretty standard. I think where it starts getting interesting is when you get more into the Apple Music side. You know, when you get to things like For You, and you and I have talked about this before, Spotify was way out front when it came to um, Discover Weekly. Well, now, you know, Apple's got, you know, my favorites mix, right? And then they have Release Radar on Spotify. Apple Music has my new music mix. So... They're they're competing. I'm not used to Apple being a fast follower. I'm used to them being a leader. Um, I do think that the quality of their curated playlists is really high. It's really good. Some of these playlists that they're putting together, and I know that a lot of them are human curated. I think some of those are really good. So under For You, each day there's new playlists. Every single day, like today, it says Thursday's playlist. You know, and and I think that's really cool because it keeps everything really fresh, you know, and 
But l- uh, l- let me let me and 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 to your right on that topic because I noticed that and I sort of love that when I initially saw it on Tuesday after eh, Wednesday when I actually started to play with this I was like oh yeah. Wednesday's playlist this is really cool and there was a couple playlists I really liked and I started listening to one. Thursday I come in here and guess what I'm seeing Thursday's playlist awesome but where's my Wednesday's playlist I want to go back that playlist that I that I was playing yesterday how do I get it I'm clueless it's gone it's gone there's no way if to you s- hadn't saved it if I hadn't saved it there's no way for me to go back and l- basically it's all ab- it, it's all about Thursday's playlist Thursday's albums I'm just like oh, okay this is really cool but Dude, I, you know, maybe I come in and I, I don't look at this again until Monday, but I want to go back and see the two days that I didn't log in to That's see. That's a good point. Maybe what, they where have are a these calendar playlists? you press on the, the day and it shows you those playlists for the day. Yeah. I also like it says Thursday's albums, and it says because you've listened to Foo Fighters or Motley Crue or whatever, you know, they put together these albums that you should listen to. And I don't know. I like that there's a lot more choices than there was before. They have these artist spotlight playlists, which I, I always love that because look, it's comfort food. We kind of we love discovering new music, but every now and then you just got to go back and listen to some of your favorite artists, and they make that very very simple. Both of those two things. So I also like if you notice on that same tab, way down at the bottom, connect posts. So connect is still part of Apple Music, but as it was rumored. It's really been relegated to, you know. Well, that 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 was down. that was that was one of the very first things I dug into in iTunes, and and Apple Music, the mobile app is all right. Where's Apple Connect? This was supposed to be a big deal when it was a lot was announced. It sputtered on a, on release. Oh, we're good, fixing everything. So where is it at now? And and frankly, my first thought was, well, they've actually removed it from top-level visibility. Mm-hmm. It's now yeah. been buried in the For You section That's in right. iTunes and on the mobile app. Um, and my first thought was, uh, that's not a good sign for the future of this service of Apple Music. If it's being buried at the very bottom... Nobody's gonna. Nobody's scrolling all the way down to the very bottom of for you to find it. You know, it's that old analogy above the fold. Whatever's up at the yeah. top is what people pay attention to. You put mm-hmm. it at the very bottom of your website, you might as well kill it. So I mean, and and then other than moving it, nothing else appears to have changed in Apple Connect. It's still as an artist, I can make my post, and that's it. You know. I I I feel like literally nothing changed to better the service, and if anything, they tip their hands to what they're going to do by burying the connect feature within these apps, so it's harder yeah. to find. Um, my gut tells me a year from now, Apple Connect is dead, buried, history completely gone. It's gone the way of Apple Ping. Yeah, the only thing I would add to that discussion is that. One of the things that Apple is kind of quietly testing in the background, and they've sent this off to a handful of people, um, usually key artists or labels, is their Apple Curator program. Now, as people know, you can do our, um, 
user curated playlists on Spotify. I can make my playlists. You've made some good playlists and share them. You can make those available to anybody on the service. With Apple, you really can't do that. But they do have this new Apple curator program that they're testing where certain labels, certain artists can create Apple Music playlists and then they can promote those, say, through Connect, for example. And that's probably uh, the only reason I check Connect is I like to see what those folks are up to, what they're curating. And yeah, you can go on to another area of Apple Music and you know find those. But again, it's on that For You tab. It's down below. And while I'm on the For You, certainly not while I'm in a car or at the gym or walking the dog or whatever, this is more of something I'll do if I have a little bit more time, you know, sitting, waiting for an airplane, that sort of thing. And I do find some of those things interesting, but I find that because of the artists that I follow, um, some of them post a lot of things that just aren't really of interest to me. And I think that the promise of Connect, I get why they do it, but today with Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you know, all these different outlets, do we really need another social network? I love the idea of being able to comment on music like Spotify, you can hook up to your Facebook and, oh, Michael's listening to this and Jay's listening to this and I can comment and, and I like that community thing. And I think Ping at its heart had the right thing in mind, but it didn't connect with Facebook. You know, that deal fell yep. through weeks before. Um, I just feel like the execution is missing there. I think they're, they're focusing on some of the right things but I don't think the execution is there yet. You know, I almost, I almost am starting to feel that with Apple, when it comes to Apple Music and Apple Connect, there's some ego at play. Oh, we are Apple. We are iTunes. We're huge. It doesn't have to be perfect. It's going to be what we want, and people will use it the way we want it to be used. Um, and... I don't think that's flying. Apple Connect, nobody's using it. Labels I work with, that's n never part of any marketing strategy or plan is, what are we going to post and share and what are we doing on Apple Connect? It's yeah. done. It's gone. It's it's off. Um, if they wanted to do it the right way, they needed to stop the this is how we want it to be and change to how do you want us to do it? How do you, the artist, want us to make a social network in iTunes? We could sit down and give them plenty of great advice to do it and make yeah. a true network. I don't think they were interested in that. I think Apple Music sort of has that same attitude. Of, we're Apple Music. We're going to launch a streaming service, and it will not fail. Yeah, it can't. Like it it can't it. fail. It will never fail. We are Apple, and and you know what? I mean, the news just came out this week. Spotify's got forty million users. Mm -hmm. Forty million. Yeah. That's considerably more than Apple right now. Yeah, they got ten million in just the last six months. So yeah, they're growing. You know, Apple's growing, and there's rumors that Apple may buy, you know, title, and that might boost their numbers a little bit because now is where it gets hard. It was easy from zero to sixty, you know. If I can use a metaphor, but it's a lot harder now that everybody's established and there's kind of this critical mass 
it's good. the next 10 million are going to be a lot harder than the last 10 million for sure and you know and and just my initial response to at the new apple music is after the the big touting we're going to fix it and make it better and complete tear down and makeover last june waiting 3 months um what was released didn't have me going holy crap that was an excite that was worth it that yeah. was worth three months of wait. It's like, okay, this is nice. This is good. But this is not jump up and down on a keynote address and talk about how freaking amazing Apple Music is. Because it's not. It's still, in my as a user, it's second to Spotify when it comes to a, a, a platform that I like to use. I mean, come on. Spotify gives the artists insights. What is right. Apple? What is Apple? We'll talk about that a little bit. Tell tell folks. So so so, and let me let me get let me are. yeah let me get the URL because you should be signing up for this if you aren't. You want to head over to artists.spotify.com. Sign up. Basically, if you're an artist, or if you're a manager, or somebody like us that works with artists, you can sign up and connect an artist Spotify account to you. And what that means is now you can go in there and see some amazing data on your Spotify activity. You right. can see the you can see a list of playlists that have added you. You can see how many listens that playlist has got, how many people, how many people have saved the track. Um you can see your songs. You can see the, your most popular songs as what's getting streamed. You can see geographic regions of where people are. Um, all sorts of great data about what's going on for you, the artist, in the Spotify environment. Uh, you know, hats off to Spotify. This is great, great data. Nobody else yeah. has given you that type of data. Well, and to be clear, if you're a major, if you're you know Warner Music Group or you're Universal, you know, or or even one of the major indies, you're getting a dashboard, and you're using a service where whether it's directly from the DSPs or not, you're seeing all this yes. stuff. But for guys like you and me, it, it, you know, well, I, I don't but, have but the insights e into Apple e Music even like I do even if you are an artist on that major label, unless you got some serious clout, you're not getting that dashboard. Yeah. Your marketing manager at the label has the dashboard for everybody on the label. But you, the individual artist, still are not logging in. So this is now an ability for even you as the artist on a label to go in here and say, now I want to see what's going on. I want to see what's streaming. I want to see how many streams are happening. I want to see what songs are being streamed. Yeah. I want to see what playlists have added me. Yeah. Super valuable information. It's great information. So, you, you know, little things like this, in my opinion, go a long way for Spotify when when Apple is still, I, I think Apple is still trying to find their center. It's like, what are we doing? Yeah, Where I think, you know, if looking at the new Apple Music, I, I, don't, I don't dislike what they've done. In fact, I, I kind of like it. The one point I wanted to make about connect is that the word connect uh, conjures up 
uh, a lot of images in my head. And, and one of the things that I think could really differentiate them is I've always believed in, you know, instead of starting your own party, go to where the party is. You know, if all of your fans are on Facebook, stop putting so much effort into your own website and trying to drive people there. You know, you might want to get on the Facebook or the SoundCloud platform or whatever, wherever your fans are, right? So the same thing with Connect, instead of driving people to a new platform that they're not used to being a part of, make it a true Connect. Make it where your you know, all of these other things are aggregated there. Maybe it's Twitter and Facebook and Instagram or whatever to where these hashtags all kind of congregate there. So if you're listening to the new Lady Gaga single, that you can click on that connect tab and you can see what everybody's saying about the album, the tour, the artist, whatever. And, you know, maybe make it, instead of trying to reinvent the wheel, maybe you just aggregate. You know, sometimes or, 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 or figure out how the true sense of the word connect, how do you connect to your fans in the iTunes, Apple Music sphere? How can I connect to them? Where are these fans? Facebook, Twitter, all of them, YouTube, all of these other networks give you some great back-end data of who's watching your videos, who's clicking on your posts, who's clicking share, where do they live? What's their demographics? Yeah. Uh, maybe connect should be about that, is letting the artist truly connect to and find out who are those fans that are buying your music in iTunes. Where do they live? Um, who is streaming my music in, in Apple Music? Where do they live? What are they streaming? Um, what curated playlists has it Make connect that. Give us that yeah. data. Maybe Give a live us. a live stream thing that connect could be where people all over the world that are happening to listen to that track while you're listening to that track are making comments. You can connect with them. Oh, you're a Lady Gaga fan too, or you like Metallica too. And I don't know. I don't have all of the answers. I just know that in order to succeed these days, you have to differentiate yourself and. You know, we don't need another Twitter or Facebook. And I do believe that those things are cyclical and, you know, they will come around. Or, you know, it used to be Friendster and MySpace and now Facebook. And, you know, I just think that the party is there. You know, let's let's go to where the party is and engage those fans instead of cr trying to start our own party. You know, don't don't be Apple and try and create another walled garden that's a social network that's only yourself, that doesn't connect with anybody else that doesn't touch anything else i mean i've always said one of the things i hated about connect which stopped me from using it was i couldn't use apps like hootsuite and buffer to send in my updates to apple connect i had to on manually its, on, go, man, in, manually go in and open up itunes and go in there and make my post and do it that way if you really want to work within this world that we live in do it the right way don't create a walled garden and expect people to come jumping for joy, going, oh, great, I can play in your walled garden, and I've got to do everything your way. Uh-uh. I think people have clearly said we're not going to do that. Yeah, if it was successful, it wouldn't have been relegated to the bottom of the 4 wouldn't. App. It wouldn't have been taken off of the top level of iTunes. It wouldn't have been yeah. buried in the 4U tab again. You know, just just my gut tells me that alone sort of says 
what the yeah. future holds for Apple Connect. If yeah. it was going to be a major part of the the Apple world moving forward, they would have enhanced it. They would have put some features into it. They would have made version 2.0. This is not version 2.0. Um, instead, they kept it as it is and buried it. Yeah. Let's move to the next tab. This Browse tab is one of my favorites because it it puts a couple of the things that I look for most the new music and the curated playlist. I could spend a lot of time on the curated playlist. You know, there's sliders you can move around. I think they've done a really good job uh, putting together, you know, these playlists. The things that I like about this, which I do think is better than maybe Spotify, is when you go to activities and moods, Spotify just needs to make their service in some regards a little more aesthetically pleasing. Yes. Um, it's too boxy and it just hasn't changed and it's kind of boring, you know, and you look at like activities and moods, you know, here they've got these really nice images and you can kind of switch through like decades and motivation and focus. Like App- if you're Apple studying. has always been strong. Apple's there. always been strong with UI. You know, the, the user interface for Apple's always been clean, simple, yeah. well-designed, well-laid out. Um, that's the number one complaint I hear from people about Spotify is it looks ugly. I can't figure out where things are. Once you figure it out, it makes sense. But, yeah, it's Spotify is not a, it's not a pretty world. It's not a pretty environment. But it should be. I mean, these kinds of things, I like what Apple's done. If you look at their A-list playlists, which are awesome, and if you haven't checked them out, they come out every week and they're by genre. Now, instead of just having that, looks like an upside-down V, which is supposed to be an A, now each one of them is made in, one's made of flowers, one's made of instruments, one's made of, and it's just, it's cool. It's, it's aesthetically pleasing. And then when you get to the bottom of the Browse tab, they've got this curator's list. And, you know, like the Shazam one is really cool, so you can kind of see what's what's being Shazammed. Um, if you're a fan of, you know, like Pitchfork, they've got one. Uh, the thing that I didn't really like are some of these things like uh, Digster and Filter, because I think the Playlist Me, Playlist.net, Filters, um, you know, these, cur- these curated playlists that are owned by the majors, I'm not as interested in. I would rather have a curator that doesn't have skin in the game. Yeah, you know, I not being paid, have, to, not being paid to promote an artist. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to me, th- those aren't. I'm not interested in those. But I really like this browse tab. I think they've really done a good job with it. It's you can, you know, they've got the slider across the top, so you can immediately see kind of what's what's hot that week. And I also love the fact that in a lot of this, um, they make it so simple to find what you're looking for. And it's just, like we said before, it's aesthetically pleasing. It's similar. I mean, look, there's only so much you can do with playlists and albums and songs. But I think Spotify does a lot of things right. And a lot of things, they were first in the space. You know, the Discover Weekly, Release Radar, some of those things are amazing. But when you just go to look at those blocks and you look at, say, a type of genre, it's got like a a wine glass or a guitar or something. And it's just, it just seems a little tired to me. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, uh, Spotify could use a, uh, a visual overhaul, um, a facelift, a a facelift, but you know, I guess where I, where I, where I'm, where I'm disappointed with Apple music is if in the last three months, this is basically what we got was a new, new well-designed coat of paint 
they're still playing. They're still number two in my book, running behind chasing Spotify. Um, you know, this doesn't. I'm not. A, I wasn't. You know, iOS 10 as an overall download. I love it. I think it's great. I'm very excited about iOS 10. Apple Music. Yeah. What do you think of the? Do you ever listen to radio? The Apple Music radio or no. create like they have kind of Pandora stations. I put together a little cheap trick thing here. Um, they've got some NPR things. I, I'm not. It's not something that I necessarily use. What I like about it is it kind of looks at what you listen to or what's in your library, and it creates some some stations for you if you're into that kind of stuff. That's not really how I quote unquote consume music, but. You know, I was just wondering if that's something like these Beats One shows. Is that are you interested in those at all? I'd be interested in them if they had them in the genre that I like. Yeah, I mean that's what it comes down. I think I would listen to it a lot if they had a Beats One rock or a Beats One classic rock, where it was hosted by somebody from that genre and shows that were pertained to that. Um, I would listen to that because. When I listen to radio, besides the music, I, I seriously want to hear a DJ. I want to hear somebody yeah. talking. I want the breaks. I want the conversation. Um, so for the most part, I'm actually listening to a lot of actual real radio on TuneIn. I'll find radio stations around the country, and I'll actually listen to the real radio stations. Or like an iHeartRadio kind or, of thing. Or even iHeartRadio, um, because I want the DJ coming in there. I want some personality. Yeah, and, sometimes and, you don't and, want to listen to a playlist. You Beats, want to Beats be One has personality. It's just it's playing music I could care less about. They have one classic rock one that I was listening to the other day that it wasn't bad. But again, same same with me. Uh, they don't have a lot of the genres that speak to me. Maybe I'm not their target. Demo. Well, I'm sure we're not. I'm sure we're 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 not nearly as big as as dance, EDM, pop, everything else that they are doing. Yeah. But you know, isn't isn't that supposed to be the beauty of iTunes Music? You can do all of this stuff. You know, and You're, you should. You should. I mean, what's it take to? create another Beats One radio station. I mean, I thought the rumors were that's where they were going to go, is they were going to create another half a dozen Beats One stations. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, overall, I think I was probably a little bit more happy with um, the new Apple Music iTunes than you were. I, I hear what you're saying. I think that, for me, I, I found it so hard with my, you know, my uh, failing eyesight <laughs> that it, it was harder, the, the last version of iTunes, I just felt like it was a struggle sometimes to find where I wanted to go. It didn't seem intuitive, the path that you would follow. And I love the way they've got things organized now where it just makes sense. Each tab, the library tab, the for you, the browse, I kind of know what to, to expect in each one of those and I can get there quickly when I'm in a hurry. But also sometimes I have a little bit more time. I'm waiting for a plane, whatever. Then I can kind of explore, and I, I found like the last version wasn't intuitive at all. This one really is, and it's, I think it's beautiful, and I think it's really clean, and I love the imagery, and it, everything's so sharp on the screen. I wonder, you know, look, as we have iterations of, you know, Tidal, Rhapsody, Napster, you know, Apple Music, Spotify, I'd love to see what, all of these different companies are going to do 
to make this easier and more intuitive. I think Spotify is way out in the lead, not only just with their, you know, their 40 million paid, you know, we're not even talking about the free ones. That's a pretty huge milestone. But also, like we mentioned, the Discover Music, the, you know, the new release radar, release radar uh, playlists, they continue to kind of innovate, even though their UI is, is getting a little boring, a little tired. That's more of an easy fix, I think, the the aesthetics of I, it. I agree. I think I think a coat of paint is easier to fix than you know the the foundation Structure of the house. And, yeah. You know, and 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 you know, we talked about this in a past show. What's the what's the upgrade path for Apple Music now? Or is there not going to be another made? Are we not going to see a major upgrade until the next major iOS release once a year? To me, that's not fast enough. Why, you know, this should be, gee, if we add some features, we'll update it tomorrow. We'll update it next week. We'll update it next month. Yeah. You know, you've got to be fast and active on that. I don't want a big deal out of, oh, my God, the next major Apple Music version 2.0 or 2.5 is going to come with, you know, the iPhone 8 release next year. It's like, yeah. why, why should I wait? Why do I have yeah. to wait? They've kind of gotten onto a cycle, right? I mean, they kind of at WWDC yep. they announce things in the fall. Typically, they release there's a them. refresh of the iPhone lines, and they release kind of OS things. Um, I, I would love to see what you're talking about, where it's really kind of ad hoc, like when things are. You know, it doesn't have to be like the full on. I get this one. You know, iOS 10 was pretty. I mean, they changed. You know, everything yeah. from you know the health app and you know Siri and Everything across the the texting now is just really a lot of fun to play with. I get all that. That was a pretty major overhaul, but you know, Apple kind of built its business on, you know, the first version isn't going to be the final version. A few months from now, we're going to improve this, and then we're going to improve this. I would like to see it go away from kind of that schedule and more of just as ready, fix things as, up as things are fixed, as features are added, release it, update it. Yeah. I mean. The iTunes app gets updated ongoing. iTunes app doesn't wait for major OS releases. Um, you mean like on the desktop? The desktop app, yeah. You know that 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 gets updates periodically for fixes and little things like that. I just I think you know Apple Music made a big deal out of this release. Kind of fell a little short for me, but it's like okay. Now, uh, you know, you got to live up to your hype. Yeah. You, well, hi you, thing, hi you hyped it. We didn't. Yeah, the last thing I would say about the, the Apple Music and something that um, I really like is when you when you search for something now, it's it's got these trending searches, and I really like that because you can kind of see when things are, are starting to bubble up. And that brings us back to the kind of the connect thing. You know, I want to see what's going on out there. And that's what's beautiful about some of these other platforms is you can kind of get a sense of, you know, like even when you go to the app store, you know, they'll tell you these are the top apps right now. You know, you go and these are these are the top song downloads, those kinds of things. Uh, I like to kind of get a sense of, you know, what's heating up. Yeah, yeah. All right, so there you go. There's our, our two cents. There's our take. You know, take it or leave it, doesn't matter, but that's our take on Apple's, 
new Apple Music release that just hit. Um, if you're using it and got thoughts, by all means, let us Love know. To hear it. Love to hear your comments as well. That's it, everyone. Take care.